I'm sure you're not surprised by this, but over 80% of people who create a new year's resolution lose motivation and give up on their goal by February. And before you turn your nose up at all the wishful thinkers out there that are preparing their 2024 vision boards, if you haven't created a plan to reach your business goals, you're just like them. Today on the podcast, you'll discover the four areas of your private practice that you need to refresh ASAP so that you can feel liberated enough to gracefully enter your MVP era. You will learn about the number one go-to resource to help you maintain success on your terms, and you will explore why creating a refresh routine will finally eliminate your imposter syndrome. You're listening to Beyond the Session with Aisha, the business podcast that teaches you how to create a premium mental health business and ethically blend your clinical skills with entrepreneurship. I'm your host, Aisha, a licensed mental health therapist and strategic consultant for mental health industry leaders who are ready to compassionately disrupt the mental health industry, making it more accessible for clients and more sustainable for clinicians. Name it and claim it is not a business strategy, and it certainly won't get you results. How do I know this? Well, out of all of the business owners online that shout from the rooftops, I'm going to make six figures this year. Many won't reach their goal because they haven't created a plan. And if they do have a plan, it lacks strategy. This is why the first thing my coaching clients inside the Blissful Booking Accelerator do together is take the traditional goal setting and throw it out the window and replace it with an advanced approach I call milestone mapping. Milestone mapping starts with writing down a specific goal, and then you create specific steps to achieve that goal infusing each step with my proven strategies. Many of you are using stale pre-pandemic tactics and getting nowhere fast. So before you enter 2024 and cross your fingers that this will be the year you officially enter your MVP era, do yourself a favor and refresh your strategies. I emphasize strategies because to have a mental health business, you need multiple strategies to reach your business goals. And no, girl math doesn't count. When you have your very own milestone map, the number one go-to resource I've created to help values-driven therapists like you reach their career, business, and lifestyle goals, you can look forward to maintaining your success on your terms. This is because your milestone map is unique to you and your business. Creating a milestone map is like creating a treatment plan for your business. Would you promise your therapy clients therapeutic outcomes without creating a treatment plan? Of course you wouldn't, because using the we're going to just wing it method would be extremely unethical. Hence why trying to build a premium mental health business with vague goals like I want a six-figure practice and no strategic method in place to make it happen is a fool's errand. Before we move on, Think about your business goals and be specific. If you have money-focused goals like having a six-figure practice, take a moment to realize how vague this goal really is. First of all, do you want your business to make six figures or do you want to pay yourself a six-figure salary? Secondly, by having a six-figure practice, do you mean generating six figures in revenue or profit? You'd be surprised how many people don't know the difference between these two terms. If you're feeling dizzy after hearing these questions, you've got some work to do. But before you fall down the hyperfixation rabbit hole and start doing all the things, start with this. Be specific and pick an actual number. Six figures ranges between 100 
$1,000 to $999,999. I repeat, pick a specific number and write it down to the penny. Next, when you write down your number, put it on a post-it note, jot it down in your notes app, create a fun Canva design and save it to your new desktop. It doesn't matter, but place the number somewhere where you will see it at least once a day. And each time you see your number, say it out loud and then ask yourself, what's my plan to reach this goal? If you currently don't have a plan and your idea of creating one on your own gives you hives, I can help you inside the Blissful Booking Accelerator. We just closed the doors to the winter cohort. So if you don't want to miss out again, when the spring cohort starts in April, join the waitlist by visiting aishaarshabazz.com backslash waitlist. By joining the waitlist, you will have the exclusive opportunity to enroll during the early bird registration period, which will give you access to our live blog writing workshop on Tuesday, February 13th. But if you don't want to wait until April to move closer to your business goals, you can secure one of three spots for individual coaching inside the strategic incubator. Last month, I completely sold out of all three available spots for individual coaching. So if you don't want to miss out on that, and you want to start business coaching on your desired timeline, visit AyeshaRshabaz.com backslash incubator. Now back to the show. Spoiler alert. The answer to the question, what's my plan to meet this goal is not to hyper fixate and do all the things because that will take you straight to burnout town. Take things one strategic step at a time because you will reach your goals, but you must have a plan filled with proven strategies to make it happen. By listening to this podcast, you are learning how to receive a return on your investment, not just for your money, because at its core, that's what profitability means, spending money and then earning more than what you spent. But you are also learning how to get a return on your investment for your time. This is why the second element you need to refresh in your private practice is your schedule. My heart breaks for the therapists that are years into entrepreneurship and are still struggling to complete their notes. Getting your notes done was a problem you should have left behind when you were an employee. Can you imagine running a whole business and still struggling to manage your time between your role as a clinician and your role as a business owner? Sounds like someone didn't have a plan in place. If this sob story is resonating with you, chances are you are also having moments where you look back at your calendar at the end of the week and feel like you haven't accomplished a single thing because your to-do list grows longer and longer. In order to sustain all three of your roles, your role as a business owner, a clinician, and a human being, it is vital to refresh the third area of your business, your support. I love having a solo private practice as part of my mental health business. But I noticed that a lot of solo private practice owners think that being the only one providing therapy also means that you are the only one building, maintaining, and growing your business. So let's take a moment to set the record straight. Just because you are a solo private practice owner doesn't mean you have to do everything on your own. Over the past three years, I have hired over 25 people to help me with my business. Do you honestly think I would have the ability to host live events, record a podcast, write two blogs, write a book, provide case consultation? The list goes on and on. Do you think I'd be able to do all of that by myself? You've heard me say it once and I'll keep shouting it from the rooftops. You are not a superhero. You are a human 
being. And to imagine that one person can do all of this without support is delusional. And frankly, it's very risky. Being a business owner is already risky. Why would you add unnecessary chaos into the mix and try to make it all happen without support? In a future episode, I will go into more detail about who I've hired and why, but just know that the purpose of refreshing your support is to increase your chances of enjoying the benefits of building your mental health business. Even if you plan to expand your solo private practice and shift to a different business model, like a group practice, or you decide to use the 23 recurring revenue streams guide I created and implement one of them this year, what's the point of doing all of this if you're too tired to enjoy the fruits of your labor? I've shared my story alongside your result for your path to a thriving private practice. So you know, I've been down the slippery slope of golden handcuffs meets burnt out boss babe. When I was an employee, I was looped in with their heartfelt mission, attracted to the healthcare benefits package and mesmerized by the competitive salary. And I eventually realized that those perks came at too high of a cost. I was so overworked that I didn't have the energy to use my healthcare benefits or enjoy the money I was earning because I was so burnt out by being exploited by my employer. And that's why I started my solo private practice and expanded from there. I was tired of being a wellness hypocrite, spending 10 to 12 hours a day, six days a week, rocking and rolling around a hospital, helping people live their lives with dignity, while at the end of the day, having nothing left to give myself, let alone spend high quality time with my friends and family. This is why I encourage you to have a refresh routine because it gives you the space you need to check in with yourself and finally eliminate imposter syndrome. With a refresh routine, you're periodically checking in with yourself to see if you're going in the direction you want, if your vision is aligned with your values, and if you need to adjust your goals based on your current season of your career, business, and life. It is amazing how your self-doubts begin to melt away the moment you create and implement a refresh routine. And really, that's all imposter syndrome really is. It's the internalized insecurities that society has projected onto you. You know better than anyone that the words you say to yourself are powerful. So instead of telling yourself that you're not going to reach your revenue goals this year because you're not good at math and that's why you became a therapist and not an accountant, say something more empowering like, I have a revenue goal that I want to reach and I'm going to figure out how to make it happen. Self-deprecating humor can be entertaining when you're a comedian on stage, But if being the butt of every joke and bullying yourself beyond the session is the vibe you're going for all the time, you're sabotaging yourself. And keep in mind that your goals can change along the way because life happens and that's okay. Let go of the rigid definition of success and embrace your definition of success and add it to your milestone map. I know that some of this may be hard for you to hear, especially if you are currently knee deep in career burnout. The bittersweet news is that you are the only one that has the power to change your circumstances. I can give you pep talks and real talks until the cows come home and you can listen to every single one of my podcast episodes four times over. It won't make a difference until you decide that you deserve to have a fulfilling, thriving, blissful life. You preach this message to your therapy clients each and every week. And when you're ready to say enough is enough, something has got to change, you will be ready to refresh the fourth area of your mental health business, your level of satisfaction. 
each time I meet with a therapist for individual coaching, one of the many things I'm looking for is whether or not they are satisfied with the business they've built. If you're not satisfied with what you've built so far, I'm curious to know, how do you think this happened? If you become a miserable mental health industry leader, how effective do you think you'll be at making mental health more accessible for clients and more sustainable for yourself? Each element of your business can be a blissful experience, not just for your clients, but also for you. So much so that after all the work you've put into your business over the years, you can reflect and see that you're getting the results that you want. Your business goals should, and you know, I don't like using the word should, but your business goals should support your lifestyle goals. Otherwise, what is the point? There are easier ways to make money than running a business. I can assure you of that. So if you're going to use your valuable resources of time, energy, and effort, attention and focus and money to build a business, you better make sure that you're making room for you to live a thriving lifestyle. And if you are anything like my coaching clients inside the strategic incubator and the blissful booking accelerator, and you are currently satisfied with your business, I want to know what is your plan to keep it that way? If you've enjoyed this episode of beyond the session with Aisha, the best way to let me know is by telling me you can do that by following the podcast on Apple podcasts or Spotify. You can leave a five-star rating. You can leave a review sharing what you've learned from this episode, or you can tell a friend that you listen to the podcast beyond the session with Aisha and you recommend that they do the same. Either way, I appreciate you for listening and stay tuned for the next episode where I will continue to share more insights on how you can build a premium mental health business that benefits you and your clients.